Hey everyone, welcome to Jojo's World. Hello, good evening, good morning. God, I hope we get this over with very quickly, it's very it's a warm. hot day in the Jojo's World studios, as I say at least, I'd say three times a year. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> the day after the hottest day ever recorded in Perth. Uh, and the longest stretch of over 40 degrees Celsius days recorded in Perth. Woo! Love global warming. We love the impending climate catastrophe. It's fun. If there's one thing I want, it's for us to burn. And suffer forever. Is that why we were put here? Just to suffer? God damn it, Miller. I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other one of the co-hosts. This is JoJo's World, our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast, where today we are talking about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, part six, Stone Ocean, episode four, The Visitor, part two, or duh. Part de. If you're nasty. What about part du? What about part dune? Ah, <laughs> uh, you love part. You love dune part dune, don't you, Nick? Yeah, Coming cinemas the... 2024, I assume. Yeah, it's the one with the big dune man. You know, the sandworm man. Oh, okay. Yeah, dune himself. Dr. Dune. At his computer. <laughs> <laughs> um, da, 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 this episode covers chapters 607 through 611 of the manga. A day that will live in infamy. That's an odd amount of manga considering what happened in this episode. Yeah, um, look, don't love this episode. <laughs> Most of it's a hallucination, but it doesn't really matter. Like, Jolene still gets some cool moments and makes some cool decisions, but it's no real impact from them. But at the same time, it's still fun. And we all enjoy it. We all it. love to have fun here at JoJo's World. <laughs> if there's one thing we love, it's a good fun time. Unless it's with those damn Jojos. Those damn dirty apes. Someone stole all my damn dirty apes. (laughs) Someone... Okay, so last night, uh, I was with the boys, as I call them. On the beers? Uh, They were on the beers. I was not. Okay. Because I already was on the beers earlier, so I was like, I'm not going to have any more on the beers. Nick, you're a responsible homeowner now. Exactly. Selfishly buying a house and interfering with our podcasting. I'm a landed noble who no longer has access to his computer until I get more PowerPoints in the house. Who is too busy putting his house together to play Monster Hunter Rise with Liam. Mm, and this will all change come tonight, I hope. Great, well I'm out tonight. Fuck! Maybe tomorrow night too. But next time we're both home, we should hunt some monsters. Mm, if there's one thing that we love, it's having fun. That Mitsusune is getting too big for its boots. <laughs> we need to help the ecology by killing it. Um, so I was with... The boys. The, the quote unquote the boys. Who were on quote unquote the beers. Uh, and we were watching the Scream movies. Sure. Right? So we'd already watched one and two. We just finished three and four, right? I can't remember why I started telling this tale. <laughs> oh, someone asked me about NFT. And he was just like, you know, the underlying technology is great. And I was like, absolutely sure. He's like, yeah, but we just need no, to. No, it's implement- not. Yeah, the technology, right? It's bullshit right now, right? Don't apply it to art. Don't apply it to ownership. We already have laws for that shit, right? Don't try to solve a problem that's already been fixed, right? Just use it for something that isn't nonsensical in every conceivable. Don't use it for something Nick, the that's emissions. Gonna scam. The what? The emissions. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. yeah it's hot no. today. It is How very could you hot forget? today. But it's like if we just replace something with it. 
I'm sure I could be good. But everything we've seen of it so far is so much bullshit, right? Like, there's gotta be something it can be used that for. That ape was my child's college fund. <laughs> and you A just... real thing someone said. Wait, no. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh my fucking god, I hate NFTs so fucking much. They're so dumb. But someone was trying to convince me that they were a good idea. And it's like, no, 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 they make sense. And I was like, no, they don't. It's basically, it's just money laundering right now. And that's bad. And they were like, yeah, but like, maybe with don't blockchain- Don't forget it's also a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> and then don't forget that you also have the blockchain. And I was like, yeah, sure. But that only makes sense if like, you apply it to something that's already been solved. And it's like, yeah, but what about like a cashless society? I'm like, yeah, like credit cards. The blockchain already... is when I go through certain person, people on Twitter, mm. uh, and I see everyone they're following, and I block all of them, then I block the first mm. person. And then that person then blocks everyone they need to block. So you have a chain <laughs> they reaction. They sure do, yeah. but I don't know. <laughs> well, there's a chain reaction of blocking happening. So the chain of blocks creates the blockchain. And that's a ledger, right? It's all open to the public. Why so serious? Ledger? Oh my god. I blocked Joker's trick. Is that Joker's Bloker's trick? trick. Bloker's trick. Oh, mate, mate. Mate, I'm, mate, you, mate you, bloody... you, you bloody want to know how I got these scars, mate. <laughs> mate, I bought some bloody NFTs the other mate, day. Mate, I went bloody went down to... Nick dropped his phone in a very comical manner. I bloody went down to society the other day. And you know who's part of our society, Liam? Who? Our patrons. Oh, great. We love them. And today I am glad to put this patron on blast. Aditya Kumar. Don't know who you are. Don't know where you're from. <laughs> but if you're into blockchain technology, don't talk to me. I don't know if you are. But if you're into blockchain technology, boy, do I have a bridge to sell you. Yeah. And let me tell you, you can come to my house anytime you want. It's on 421... Uh, Joe Street. Nick, breaking news. Yeah. Jojo English voice actor panel is live now. J uh, Jojo's Bizarre Podcast at JJB Pod tweets, we're watching this. Oh. Well, but we're not. Yeah, fuck that. We're Why? talking about Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Why episode would... four. Why would we actively engage with the Jojo community Never. at any given time? That's disgusting. Though I was chuffed to see recently that... <laughs> um, of course, the Chip and Ironicus JoJo's podcast, mm -hmm. uh, Bizarre Podcast, Dogs Must Die. Of course. Uh, for their, I think, 44th episode uh, on Kira murdering Shigechi. <laughs> classic, classic. Chose a very similar episode name to us. Ooh. Of course, we called it Shigechi's No Good, Very Bad Day. Mm. And they called it Yoshikage Kira's No Good, Very Bad Day. Interesting. Personally, I think getting exploded by a serial killer is a worse day, but that's but I'm built different. They're both bad days, Lynn. <laughs> Nick, um, the reason I pulled up my Twitter is to shout out to yellow underscore underscore house, mm -hmm. who tweeted at us, um, two faces customized two door. Get the fuck out. The uh, official car for the podcast, he says, which is a car <laughs> split down the middle. On one side, a yellow sedan. On the other side, a silver sedan <laughs> with one of those headlights that pops up at the front. And he's saying, here's my customised two-door. How do you like it? And Robin is saying, it's too much. Oh, God damn it. The puns. The official car of the podcast. The two-door. The two-door. Of course, when you add up all those doors... 
there's only one door. <laughs> yeah. It's the driver's seat. Yeah, it's the only one that matters. Of which there's two, of course. Mm. It's a two-seater. Well, really, if you count the boot as a door as well, it's I kind of... I never count the boot as a door. I just love, like... Aditya Kumar, thank you thank for you. your contribution. Thank you, thank you so much. I love... I love how they never know what to do with Two-Face. Because everything interesting about him finishes when he becomes Two-Face and stops being Harvey Dent. <laughs> So like, like they turn him into super powered one face, mm-hmm. they give him the two door. But like having like the polar opposite, it's like um what what's his name? Uh Jock Dr. Deckel and Mr. Hyde. No, um Linkler from Rick and Morty, right? Where he's like Oh, Abradolf Linkler. Yeah, where it's like he's a perfect dichotomy combined into one. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except Two-Face isn't that. No, he's just, he just kind of stops being yeah. the good guy and becomes the bad guy. Yeah, and he's all like, I'll just flip a coin. It's like, okay, but do you have a good side? Because it sounds yeah, like you To put it do. into Dungeons and Dragons terms, mm-hmm. he, I guess, alternates between chaotic evil and lawful evil. Ah, classic. He's one face and then another face of the two faces. Both, both of them are halves. Yeah, but together they form... Two One character. Oh, God. <laughs> a two-door car. Yeah. Uh, but then he be just becomes true neutral, Two right? door. Okay, shut up. Um, two-door <laughs> is, is the name of my um, Decepticon OC. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> so, so the official car of the podcast, Two-door, who's your Decepticon OC. Yeah. Do I have to make an Autobot Two-door and they come from the same part of that weird cube thing that they all born well, from. Well, I don't really like the Transformers movies, no. so the Allspark's not really a big uh, a big, big consideration like, in my brain. I'm really more into, uh, of course, I've talked about on the podcast, More Than Meets the Eye, the pod- the comic series about a bunch of losers flying through space and watching Back to the Future 2. What if, uh, what if we were born from the same mother vehicle? The same... It's not really how cars work. No, no. <laughs> Hear me out. What if we're the same car? The same two door, but when we split off, we each become our own two. Well, see, door. what I was thinking, they've done that. No, <laughs> what no, I was no. thinking is if we're both, I mean, obviously you're stealing my idea by being a two door as well. Yeah, well, that's all. No, you're, you're I will always be, steal you your ideas. You will be hearing from my lawyers. But what I was thinking. <laughs> my NFTs are my NFTs. I've got the left side of the yellow car. Yeah. You've got the right side of the yellow car. <laughs> Uh, okay. and, and I've got the right side of the silver car, and you've got the left side of the silver car. So, so we have two. So there was two. two doors. There was two cars built. <laughs> they split them in half, yeah. and then made two cars. So, so, <laughs> so we have two two doors for two. Podcasters, but they've got opposite sides. But they've got opposite sides, and they're on opposite sides. <gasps> it's it's like poetry. It rhymes. Oh. So we each have a driver's seat. We each have. The same we number. We each have of... an air conditioner. Yep. No, we each have no. We each have half of each other's air conditioner, which is completely incompatible <laughs> with the other car. And we just—it's too much, you know. It's all too much. JoJo's bizarre adventure. We open in prison. In prison. Which of is course, where our jokes Nick are going. Nick bought a house since the last episode, and the biggest house is prison. <laughs> Look, I can confirm. If you want to buy a house. It's definitely worth it compared to paying rent, but it's not worth it. Compared to going to prison. Compared to not buying a house. 30 years of debt is a hell of a trip, let me tell you. Unless you decide, hey, I already have capital because I'm the worst and have money. Me, I'm built different. I'm just going to win the lottery. Man, that's the dream. (laughs) That's the fuck. I am now at the point of being an adult where I can say that and it actually hits different. Ugh. 
So they're in the prison visitation room. Yes. And they're all very upset because there's a little floaty spaceship stand Mm. that's going to shoot them from another building. No, the spaceship stand just lets the guy shoot them. Yeah, it's a little... We talked about this last time. It's a little floaty guy. It's got a couple of keys on the bottom. uh, And he's in another building... Uh, and it uses it detects the air currents to detect their position, mm. and then he's going to shoot them. I feel like they spend most it's like it's a big room. They spend yeah. most of their time standing right next to the one door with a window in it. Yeah, but even they so. could just go into the other corner. Yeah, and but like, the wind current would still be there. A, yeah, but the bullets aren't. Oh yeah, <laughs> I guess so. They could just crouch slightly, unless. It does that thing that we see later where it bounces off yeah, the stand. but I still find it very hard to believe he's got a straight shot into the visitation room. <laughs> anyway, so they spend a long time... Like, I think we can probably... We did just spend <laughs> 15 minutes bullshitting, so yeah. we can probably speed through the whole hallucination element pretty quickly and still have a proper length podcast episode. So here's the TLDR of what's going to go down. So it's like, we've got to figure out... We've got to destroy the stand because we can't get to the stand user. So we've got to figure out how to... How to, prof- how to solve it. And Jodoro's jo- jo- like, never move, don't move. And Jolene's like, I'm absolutely gonna move. <gasps> but that's the one thing Jodoro said not to do. She that's sh- your father. She, sh- uh, she shoots out... Uh, so we cut away to John Gallier for a bit. A guard walks past him and he's sitting in his cell with a cane. And then he immediately reassembles the cane into a high-powered sniper rifle. And he's all like, air currents. They're real. But are they worth Your anything? skin betrays you. When... The wind touches the skin. The muscles contract as an involuntary reflex. They can't be trusted. Only the bones can be trusted. And I rest the bones of my arm upon this strong prison wall such that I can believe in the power of my bullets. Uh, ding dong, question time. Um, why the fuck is he using bones? Why not just rest the gun on the wall? Angle? Oh, damn. Oh, damn, that's a good answer. All right, sure, I'll believe it. Meteorologists. And who's he talking to? I don't he's talking to the fly. <laughs> he's recording his podcast. <laughs> Your skin betrays you. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to JoJo's World. I'm Liam S. Smith. Never forget, your skin betrays you. <laughs> snake. It's me, Miller. Your skin betrays you. Wear sunscreen, Snake. <sighs> don't worry, Snake. I think you can trust your skin. Bring it back on to d- Mother Base and we'll make it a diamond dog. No, don't listen to him. Your skin can't be... (laughs) Your skin can betray you. We shouldn't bring that shit back to base. My skin didn't betray anyone. It was yours, Snake. (laughs) Don't listen to him. He's a traitor. He's a coward. He doesn't even have real skin. I bet if he was allowed to experiment on skin, he'd make some kind of Shagohan type beast. Well, then of course I would. It's the only way to be sure. Oh, we do have fun. (laughs) I would love to see... Uh, in conclusion, fuck Huey. <laughs> I would love to see an entire section of Metal Gear Solid Five talking about skin that wasn't around quiet. And then just, yeah. being, like, just being like, well, I think we could use the skin. D- wouldn't you agree, Snake? Look into this. Can you get group cameos? C- group cameos. Yeah. Because how much uh, would it cost to pay... Um, in David what sense? Ha- David Hayter. Okay. Uh, Troy Baker, uh-huh. guy who voices Miller and guy who voices Otacon to do a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast in character. <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. So, so okay. 
Okay. Here's the I thing. didn't forget to read the listener correspondence, Snake. It was your job. So, according to Troy Baker, if we buy an NFT... Oh, from was that his... him? Yeah. Oh, that's that, disappointing. Was... Yeah, I know. So disappointing. If we buy an NFT from his whole bullshit thing... The, is that the AI research thing that was used in stolen AI voices anyway? Oh, I don't care. It's all shit. Um, if we buy that, we own him saying a voice line or something. So if we just so we can bought... put it in any video game. Yes, D- yeah. Apparently he was like, "Oh, you can buy it and then you own it." It's like, okay, cool. If I own it, right? Can I just buy Troy Baker to to do something for me? Given that it's the same transaction anyway, yeah. Crypt- like what already fucking exists. Crypto Bros have reinvented slavery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's except like, it's not. It well, it's doesn't like, work. It's like how every time, um, like tech. Uh, what do you, what do you call them? Those things with like tech jam, you know, like game jams, but for tech solutions. Stuff. Oh, hackathons. And yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. Every time they get uh, one of those together to solve things like congestion yeah. or um, transport emissions, they always just reinvent the bus. Yes, and it's like, what if we put people on the same form of transport, and then Elon Musk is like, no, no, I'm cars. gonna build a big tunnel that only I'm allowed to go in. And then he's like, oh, but you can pay to go in it. And there are no emergency exits. And guess what happened? it's not wide enough to open the car door. Guess what happened? It got congested. This podcast is becoming more and more like Trash Future Ubuntu Vista every week. I just like, I love that on this podcast, it's us just being like, everything's shit, but we get it. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. (laughs) Which is the problem. Is the fly flying randomly? No, it's... No, says the man in Washington. <laughs> it's, it's using the air. It's using your air currents. <laughs> you pay for aircon off your dime, but you know who feeds off that air current? He does a thing that is cool, but it's also maybe not real, and maybe this entirely unknown to Jolene cutaway is part of the hallucination. We just don't know. <laughs> we just don't know. Uh, where he drops the empty bullet casing on the fly with such perfect accuracy that it lands uh, vertically on the floor. On the fly. Yeah. On the grass. <laughs> so I was there. I was ranting to myself with my own podcast. And I hear this fly. And so I track the air currents. And then I drop a bullet case on the fly. And I don't see anything because I'm blind. <laughs> but you see... I've seen everything <laughs> on the fly. Are you real right now? Or is this a hallucination? Yes. <laughs> so we then see his vision and it's very similar to Neo in the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just green scent lines and air movements. And he's all like, ah. I the descendant see. of the Joe stars. Jolene C is in the visitation room with her father, Jodoro K in hmm. rain. What? Jolene C. And Jotaro K. Yeah, they spell them differently. Huh. Weird, but okay. Within range of my ability, Manhattan transfer. Oh, I get that. That's a reference. I have no idea what to, but it's a reference. But I assume from Pat from the pattern of this podcast that it's, it's a reference. It's a reference to some kind of music. Jojo Valet commentary. <gasps> Here we go. Here we go. What what do you got to say on Manhattan uh, reference? Really hate that this new JoJo wiki doesn't seem to show the stand names for the commentaries. But, designed to look like a sort of plant. There's a plant that looks like this and flies around. 
it grows in the tropics, so it's pretty large and fluffy. Then I modified it to seem more like a satellite or stealth fighter. What? (laughs) 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 Yes, that looks like... (laughs) Okay, I... It does look like a sort of satellite. It does look like, sort of like a satellite or a stealth fighter. But at the same time, no, no, not what. Why does it have keys on it? Why does it have keys? Like what? Because it's designed to look like a sort of plant, okay? Oh, but why? There's a plant that looks like that. It grows in the tropics. Oh, with the keys. Yeah. Yeah. The keenest fly trap. The keenest fly. If you come close enough and try to like snatch the keys, it snaps you. Like Nick, a stealth fighter. The Manhattan Transfer is a Grammy award-winning jazz vocal group founded oh. in 1969 that has explored a cappella, mm-hmm. vocalese, swing, yep. standards, Brazilian jazz, rhythm and blues, Ooh. and pop music. Ooh. Their members include Janice Siegel, Dunno. Cheryl Benteen, no idea. Alan Paul, Never heard and of. Tim Hauser. Nothing. Past members, oh, and also Trist Curlis. Absolutely nothing. Got nothing. Oh, so, at oh, all. sorry. Excuse me. Current lineup mm-hmm. is Alan Paul, Janice Siegel, Cheryl Benteen, and Trist Curlis. Past mm-hmm. members: Tim Hauser, Laurel Massey, Erin Dickens, Ooh. Jean Pastilli, Marty Nelson, and Pat Rosalia. Pat Rosalia, you sir have a fine name. Okay. Can I trust him though? No, he got hit by acid, and now he's all messed up. <laughs> Pat Rosalia. So what songs have they done? Have they I done don't know. Like? Hmm. I'm just looking now and I'm not seeing anything I recognise. Grammy award winning. What songs they do? Produced the oh. hit Twilight Zone slash Twilight Tone, a song based on the TV series The Twilight Zone, including an impersonation of Rod Serling's narration. Ooh, how fun. You can do that in acapella because you're all talking. Oh, this will become relevant later in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6 Stone Ocean. Hmm. Uh... The album Extensions featured a cover of Birdland, an instrumental by the jazz fusion group Weather Report, yeah. with lyrics by John Hendricks of Lambert, Hendricks and Ross. Wait, there are lyrics to Birdland? And they're not just... I'm not doing that again. I can't. I can't do it again. The group won another Grammy for Best Jazz Vocal Performance Duo or Group for its rendition of Route 66. The song was featured on the soundtrack to the Burt Reynolds film, Sharky's Machine. Hmm. Hmm. I think I can pretty safely say I've never heard anything these guys have done. Well, Nick, Sharky's Machine is a 1981 <laughs> neo-noir action thriller. Tell me more. Who's in it? Burt Reynolds. <gasps> I never saw this coming. Who Vittorio else? Vittorio Gassman. Uh, who? Vittorio Gassman. Okay. Brian Keith. Uh-huh. Charles Durning. Sure. Earl Holliman. Absolutely. Bernie Casey. Absolutely. Henry Silva. Sure. Daryl Hickman. Oh, I know that name. I don't. Richard Libertini. Uh-huh. Rachel Ward. Rachel Ward. Rachel Ward sounds familiar. Yep, it sure does. Next, on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, we follow his scent lines through the walls of the prison to... Jotaro and Jolene. Yeah. You'll pay for robbing me of the one who was my rock, he says. And then we get an angry face of him. Yeah. Jolene is holding a cigarette lighter up to the sprinkler system. Like the fire alarm With uh, her stone ocean strings to make the sprinklers turn on and discombobulate Manhattan transfer. But it doesn't work because when Jotaro looks closer with his special eyes, 
Manhattan Transfer is dodging every single droplet of water. <gasps> He's detecting the air currents and then dodging the water. It's not My bamboozled God. at all. It's, in fact, stronger than before. Sure. If anything... Because now they're all wet. Yeah. Now they've daredeviled it. Now they're going to get pneumonia. <gasps> That's the one thing you don't want to get in prison. Yep. Yeah. Or COVID-19. <gasps> oh my God, it's terrible. The but baseball boy is outside. Still uh, no idea why he exists. <laughs> talking through the um, the barred window of the visitation room that Jolene came through, being like, move the base of the pillar. And Jolene kicks it away after some conversation, and there's a big secret tunnel there. And uh, Jodo is all like, I'm not going down that it stupid tunnel. It seems to tunnel. be a passage. I ain't going down there. I'm staying right here where I know I'm safe. Maybe it leads to the sewer or the vent. It may lead us outside. Let's go, Jolene. And Jolene, Jolene's all like, Oh, wait, does he say let's go? I yeah. thought he said I'm... Oh. Joel, he's the one pushing to go, but they notice Manhattan transfer going out the little window, and Jodoro's like, it's going to snipe us, and... <laughs> Jolene's like, no, oh. it's going to kill the baseball boy. I need to save the baseball boy. He loves baseball, and I am an American. He loves baseball, I assume, from a, on account of how he's wearing those baseball clothes. We can only assume... Two days he... in a row. <laughs> he loves baseball clothes, but hates the sport. He grabbed this arm of mine. He gave me this bone. Yeah, he did. I don't know this what it does. This precious bone that I cherish. Not like you, Jotaro. You I just gave me a stupid arrowhead that gave me magical powers. You gave me a bad childhood, Jotaro. Yeah. You never gave me a bone. Where was my bone? Winter's Bone. Wait, is that the name of... That's something. I don't know. That's like a book or something. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Winter's Bone, the only health podcast... About winter and bones. About winter and erectile dysfunction. <laughs> if you want to not get winter's bone, the new hot term for erectile dysfunction, consider eating bones in winter. <laughs> I'm going to kill John Gallier, he says, she says. And Jodoro says, good grief. Uh, so then uh, the, Jolene just walks out and is all like, I've got to find that boy. Oh, the guards are coming. Oh, look, there's a secret passage behind this big fire hydrant. Why there's no fire hydrant there? Only America knows. Uh, and they've, she, she follows the boy. God, I know, the, I know the boy's name, so it's really hard not to say it. This boy, he confuses me so much. But yeah, she follows She's like, there. you there, boy. <laughs> boy, eat, eat the pennies, base boy. Close your heart to it, boy. But father, I, I don't know if I can do it. Joe is like, man, this is bad. Our stands are only good for defense right now. Too dangerous. And then a guard comes out and is like, hey, you, you can't be in here. You're an adult. And he stops time and just disappears. And then the guard's like, go on. But I was just looking at him. And as Jolene's crawling through the vent, the uh, tunnel here, there's still those drops of condensation forming on it. Huh. A subtle touch you may not notice unless you're looking for it. Yeah. So uh, she goes down, everything's really blurry. It's like a big, um, it's like the, the ventilation, air conditioning control room or whatever. The boiler room. Yeah. yeah. There's like pipes of water and all these air ducts. Uh, and it's really condensing everywhere. There's like a lot of yeah. stuff. Just as I thought, it's chasing the boy. But there's no windows down here. And the smart boy is going into a water pipe. He'll be underwater, so there's no air airflow. And also in a pipe, so there's no windows. What a smart boy. What a genius baseball boy. But then bullets start to shoot out the screws on the pipe. And John Gallier is shooting through the ventilation fan. How? No one from fucking knows. <laughs> it's just, it's impressive. Don't get me wrong, but goddamn. John Gallier then explains how he's doing it. 
So how does he do it, Liam? Well, Nick, the bullet drops 9.5 centimetres while airborne and there's a slight ocean breeze of 3.2 metres per second, so the bullet will drift 4.2 centimetres to the left. Okay. Therefore, the fact that there's a route through the air vent... (laughs) Yeah, the the vent. ...and accounting for these variables, he can shoot where he wants. (gasps) And then it reflects off of his stand. Yeah. And hits the bolts. Yep. Jolene shoots out all her threads and John Gallier's like, she followed the boy. Threads, I can kill her now. And he goes to shoot her and it's framed in a cool way where we think he does because it's like the bullet passes behind her head. <gasps> and then in profile, it's, and it's all and like, it's all like red. gray, and the bullet line is a streak of red. And then he's like, "Gotcha!" But Jolene broke a gas pipe immediately upon getting into the room, which interfered with the airflow because gas is like lighter than air. Uh, is it though? That's what she says. All right. Therefore, it's true. And so it messed with its detection. Yeah. This is one of the earlier instances of Jolene just putting herself in immense physical danger just to defeat an opponent. <laughs> Just being like, yeah, I'm in prison. I, I got nothing left to lose. I'm inhaling so much gas right now. I know. I legitimately thought the next part where things get a bit wacky was just her. <laughs> just a gas hallucination. Yeah, just gas. Because Jodoro's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, oh, it's just gas. So Good she's enough. got Manhattan transfer in yet. And she does a big punch. And John Gallier explodes in blood. But it doesn't really matter. Moving on. Baseball boys, they're like, hey, I can't help you right now. And Jolene's like, but you have to help me. You, you gave, gave me, me this bone. bone. <laughs> Look at that. I cherish and love this bone. I care it for looks it like day. a bone. What's going on? And uh, I can't tell you anything more yet. And then Jodoro is there, and he's like, "This smell is this your doing?" And she's like, "Hell yeah! I beat up it's that my dad, fucking." My punk. dad asking me if I just farted. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the smell is this your doing? Is this your doing, Snake? Did you do this? Ah, uh, Snake. The battlefield is filled with many smells, but none as obtrusive. Do you think smells can bloom on the battlefield? <laughs> So Jolene keeps seeing John Gallier skulking in the shadows with his sniper rifle. And Jodoro's like, I don't believe you. That isn't, that's not logically possible. And no one would have a power that can defy the logic of him being 200 metres away. Yeah, no one can stop time and move. Or just be really fast. Or have some sort of teleport power. That's ridiculous, Jolene. That's ridiculous. Don't be stupid, alright? Everything's fine now. And then she says, no, he's up there in the vent. And he says, okay, I believe you. And then punches the vent. Punches the pipe. Which then alights from a spark. Yep. And all the gas explodes up into the vent. Uh, A fiery body force or a fiery item burn. We get our first of several like significant drip shots. Yeah. And it's really weird because the music starts playing and then abruptly stops. Yeah. And he's all like, all right, what else we got to do here, Jolene? I'm looking for the boy. What boy? There is no boy. There's no boy here. You just came down here. And then what she... secret passage? I don't know what you're talking about. Do, do you know how crazy you sound right now? And Jolene's like, hang on a second. Wait a minute. Am I, have I inhaled too much gas or are you gaslighting me? <laughs> Both. I just blew up that gas. <laughs> so then Jolene's like, hang on. You don't have your bullet wound from before. Yeah. And he's like, and who's John Gallier? And where's my bullet wound? Yeah. And where am I right now? Who are you? I didn't come here. And like he's getting like damp. There's damp appearing on his shoulders. Like just just like wet yeah. resin. And he's just emanating ominous katakana. And Jolene's like, oh, oh no. no. No bullet wounds. No bullet wounds on me. And this man isn't John Gallier at all. It's the prison guard I beat up. What the fuck is going on? His head isn't even injured from when he got shot. <gasps> what? And then realization shot. One of her and eyes then, like, is a different colour. Yeah, like everything is covered, starts to be covered in goop. 
Um, and and like it's oozing out of Jotaro's bullet wound that is back. And uh, the baseball boys, they're being like, you have to wake up. You mustn't go into the visitation room, Jolie. Fate worse than death. Ooh. Metal Gear. Wait a minute. Remember when I got uncuffed? Hmm. Curious. And then the whole the whole room like melts away like that Microsoft Pipes uh, <laughs> screensaver. You know what really distresses me about this is that we both know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> Anyone who's like 25 or younger will just be like, the fuck are you talking about? They wouldn't understand. Well, I'm right. Yeah, you are correct. <laughs> it all starts melting away like so many dreams that we have. And then there's a pool of blood on the floor. The pool of blood from her hand because she cut herself on that bone. And then she wakes up. Her hands are cuffed. They're both sitting at the table in the visitation room and... Cov- and the prison guy is lying on the floor, so she still beat him up, and everyone's covered in like waxy goop. This is very Junji waxy Ito. CG goop. Uh, and they're just like, they're all kind of like falling asleep. Yeah. Jolene's sort of taking stock of the situation. She's like, there's that photo of John Gallier, so that happened. So the thing, all the stuff with the hitchhiker conspiracy really happened. So when I tried to leave the room, I was uncuffed. So was that then? No, no, I'm still sitting at the table. So it must have been while I was sitting at the table. So some, we've never been outside the visitation room. In other words, the last 20 minutes of the episode didn't happen. So then, what about his stand? Didn't, didn't exist, nor did the secret passage. <gasps> but all of this melting away must be real, right? The boy who gave me the bone was real, because I have the bone. And it cut me, which is why I'm awake. Yeah. But my hand is melting very slowly in this goop. And I need to deal with so it. So this ability must be John Gallier's real ability. Ah. Alright, I'll wake up Jotaro. She tries to shoot out some string, but she's too weak. It doesn't work. And she's all like, shit, and uh. I'm falling asleep as well. I'm getting sleepy again. I gotta wake up. I gotta get out of the visitation room. There's no way out. She tries to bring Stone Ocean now. Stone Free. Stone Free out, and then... End to, of episode. To be continued. Oh my god. We are very short today. It's fine. So, Not a lot happened in this one of consequence. Yeah, literally, the whole thing was a hallucination that didn't matter. Like, as I said at the start, Jolene still, like, did some cool stuff with the gas. She thought she was making those decisions, so it still informs her character. Mm. But... But, like, did the cutaways to John Gallier happen? Uh, I don't know. Well, or was the... she just imagining what he was up to? I mean, I assume that's what... It, to make, like, <laughs> sense of the dream, you sometimes will cut away to things, you know? Where like, because if you're in a dream, it's not always like first Snake person, eater. is it? Yeah. Wait, what? Still in a dream? Snake <gasps> eater? Ooh. Snake eater. Dun, 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 dun. You having fun? The heat is destroying <laughs> my brain. It's just like Jolie and I'm getting very sleepy very quickly. Well, Nick, what was your highlight this episode? My highlight would probably have to be, um, uh, oh, yikes. My well, mind. I know mine. If okay. It, mine is a stylistic highlight. Mm-hmm. I really liked that one shot of where it momentarily looked like Jolene got shot in the head. Just like mm. the um, cinematography there. It's very nice. Really good. With the colour the color grading. I don't know. I don't know terms. What do you want from me? It's hot. <laughs> I reckon my favourite, my, my highlight would probably have to be um, Jotaro... Being like, what the fuck are you talking about? Who's John Gallier? What the hell's going on? Are you crazy? Yeah, do you know how crazy you sound right now? Yeah, it's just because I legitimately thought, oh, because she's high on gas. (laughs) But like... But she was high on evil goop instead. Oh, the classic. It's the classic gotcha moment. 
Low light. She's got gooper madness. My low light is actually going to be, <laughs> right? My fucking low light, okay, is going to be the goop, right? Just waking up to the goop. Like, the reveal of the that sinister was, ruse. Yeah, the, the reveal of that was a bit lame. And all the effects of the goop are a bit lame. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess we're in goop town now. Mm. Because it reminds me of the Power Rangers movie with the guy... Ah, Ivan Ooze. Yeah, Ivan Ooze. It reminds me of him, <laughs> right? Where he's like this all-powerful being and the goop is terrifying as a kid. But then it's, it's just like... Am I thinking of that? Am I thinking of Ivan Ooze or am I thinking of a villain from the... Um, Let me check with my PowerPoint. I want to say Canadian... PowerPoint children's television series Ghost Writer, where there was a ghost who could communicate through letters. And I think that that had an episode where there was a villain made of bubblegum who wrapped up up one of the cast in bubblegum tentacles and pulled her to her lair and she had to try and chew through the bubblegum. Ghost stories... Sorry, Ghost Writer. A group of teens solves neighbourhood crimes and mysteries in New York with the help of a spirit... Who can only communicate through writing. Yep, that's what I said. But nothing yet about the... Hang on, go back. Season 3, episode 12, Attack of the Slime (gasps) Monster. Attack of the Slime Monster. (laughs) Hang on, season 3, episode 11, Attack of the Slime Monster. Season 3, episode 10, Attack of the Slime Monster. Season 3... This goes for four episodes. Four days of the cockatoo. Okay, this is some weird shit. But I think you might be right. But we digress. You were talking about Ivan Ooze. I was talking about Ivan Ooze, right? Ivan Ooze, it just, I think if you we know, looked at him now. I once won tickets to that movie on Agro's Cartoon Connection. No! To, to the Power Rangers movie? Yeah. What? The only children's cartoon show hosted by a... Notable racist. Notable racist and modified agro muppet. Uh, modified animal muppet. Oh my god. Agro. Jesus, Ivan Ooze Power Rangers, or born 1992, Ivan Ooze, an Australian rapper, songwriter, and musician. He first became known for so his. What you're saying videos. is, there's a chance that one day we'll have a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure villain called Ivan Ooze. I really hope we do. Uh, Ivan Ooze, he's our age. His birth name is Benjamin Townsend. Same. Uh, he's a singer rapper from 2015 onwards. Let's visit his website. No, we don't need to do that. I'm sorry. Instead, you can tell me what your low light is. Oh, my low light's the ooze. It's it's the reveal of the ooze. It's like, it's fine, but it's... Oh my God, he's playing so many shows. My low light uh, is that I think it's a real shame to lose the sniper battle that was the first half of this episode. Like, Jolene made some good plays in that. It was interesting to find the secret network of tunnels beneath the prison. I mean, we all had it. Let's be real. We all had that moment where it's like... Yeah, this is cool. Like, we got it. Yeah. It's still it's cool, cool. when Jodoro set that guy into flames. Mm. Um, so Ivan Ooze was a tyrant <laughs> 6,000 years ago until he was imprisoned in an egg-shaped hyperlock chamber by Zordon and a small group of young warriors who presumably were the pre-co- precursors... The precogs. ...to the modern Power Rangers. How interesting. There are a lot of villains in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And that's not even getting into the other Power Rangers. Oh, God. Like Power Rangers Time Force. Tap Power Rangers Samurai 1. Power Rangers Ninja 1. Power Rangers uh, Celtic Knights. <laughs> uh, apparently he was most... <laughs> he was most angered by the boredom of his lengthy imprisonment. I'm shocked. Just like Jolene Cujo. I was going to say anti-vaxxers. I'm surprised uh, they haven't been like, Ivan Ooze was right. Ivan Ooze was right. And then 
remembering that uh, he was being forced to miss several disasters throughout Earth's history, such as the Black Death. Give me your phone. <laughs> yeah, take that. This is all real. This is all real this shit. Is historical documents. Yeah. Um, I'm reminded of a certain Yakuza who spent years in prison. Oh, God. Give me back my phone. <laughs> God damn it. But we all love him. And the second one. Yeah, those two guys with the yeah. same backstory. Not the third one. The third one was not good. I can't remember who the third one was. I don't know who you're talking about. Neither do I. That's the beauty of Yakuza. There's enough that I can say that and it's still I suppose Saijima did too. Hmm. Mm. Makes you think. It really does. Maybe the justice system Nick, isn't right. what do you think will happen next time on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, given that... Uh, we got Goop. Yeah, we got Goop. We've still maybe got a sniper at large. Okay, can he snipe in the first place? We'll have to find out. Yeah. Because we know John Gallier exists. Yep. But I don't know if he I snipes. think Jodoro said he was a sniper in his backstory that he communicated. But did he go blind or was he blind? You know? He's got cataracts, Jodoro said. He's got severe cataracts. Yeah, but was did he have severe cataracts? Look, think, things that Jodoro told us in that explanation can be assumed to be true. Because okay. that happened before things kicked off. Yeah, but did... Okay, so my question now, right? Did he get his cataracts cured? Ooh, <laughs> that photo? One day old. <laughs> one day is enough time to get your cataracts out and snipe some motherfuckers. Um... John Gallier was actually paroled two days ago. He's entirely reformed. <laughs> and then Jodoro is like, we need to kill him. And the guard is like, no, no, he's good now. He's not even here. I mean, Jesus, he's out. He's been out for like seven hours. He's a productive member of society. What? He's um, a judge now. He's a ghostwriter. <laughs> um, he's a power ranger. He's a fucking power ranger. He's you think not... you can take him on, Jodoro? He's a fucking power ranger. He's going to get a fucking megazord and kill you. Kill Lord, you. Lord Zed over there? He's done with him. That's it. Um, In so, addition, Nick, the baseball boy remains at large. Who so, is the baseball what boy? What will happen next time on JoJo's Bizarre <sighs> Adventure, Part 6, Stone Ocean, Episode 5, entitled Prisoner of Love. No, that's not the real title. <laughs> Prisoner of Love. Oh my god. Um, so... So indeed. Alright, alright. There's three, there's three ways this could go. There are. One is that... Okay, so the first one is that Jolene stays awake. Jodoro remains asleep. Yeah? Okay. So then Jolene has to figure out how to get out of the ooze. I think she's probably just going to be like stone free, just wipe off the ooze. Chained Kong, a prisoner of war. I'm just showing Nick pictures what? on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> the heat has truly destroyed us. Um, okay, so, so I reckon she'll punch off the ooze. Like, you know, aura, aura. that's how you solve your problems. Exactly, exactly. When all you've got is a punchy stand, everything looks like a thing to be punched. <laughs> the fact that you have a stand that punches things implies things can be punched. And that's all that really matters in this world. Doesn't it? Um, the... Oh, see, it's hard because, like, if she gets out, more ooze is going to drip on her. Will it? Well, I mean, definitely, right? It's not... Well... Is the... Or is the ooze entirely localised uh, to... Within this room? Yeah. Well, like, if it's already in this room, she and it happened once, it's going to happen again, right? Like, how much ooze does it take to fall you into a sweet, seductive mm. slumber? And you call it Manhattan Transfer, despite the fact that it's obviously a prisoner of love. Yes. <laughs> May I see it? You're already in the dream. <gasps> We never had steamed hams. Um, <laughs> so. I thought you said 
We were having steamed clams. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Do you know how Who's dumb- Superintendent Chalmers? Well, then you just wake up at the front of his house, yeah. like- Covered in ooze. What? But, but Superintendent Chalmers, but we're here right now and I'm falling asleep again. Um, so she has to aura aura off the ooze, right? Yep, sure. But I reckon- But what of what Jota Rokujo? Okay, so the, my first bifurcation, if you will. The first time the telltale roots split. Yep. Is either Jotaro will get woken up by a similar aura aura means. She's going to punch him real hard. Yep. Or not. And I reckon Baseball Boy is going to come and be like, don't wake up Here's anyone Here's another else. bone that I have. Yeah, something like, don't wake up anyone else in there. Oh, it gets stronger the more people are awake. Ooh. What? How does that work? I don't know. Oh. Um, so then she'll like... Jotaro's Bizarre Adventure, baby. Yeah, so she'll... make sense. She'll punch her way out and then uh, she'll have to escape from the room. Either by punching and she's got, or... She's got to escape from the room, so she needs to turn over all of the chairs to find the combination to the first lockbox, which has the key for the second hidden lockbox. I was going to but say... But to open that, you've got to figure out how many keys are on the ring of the prison guard. Yeah. Uh, and then it all just becomes one big escape that's room it, that's nightmare. What I, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. Where uh, at the end, you're just like... But a Caesar cipher is in every escape room. It can't be that simple. But it is. But it is. And you never thought about it. Um, and I'd do it again. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I reckon I reckon she's not going to wake up Jotaro. Okay. Because she's going to be like, fuck you, dad. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Exactly. Uh, she's going to try and find like a key from the guard, unlock the door. And the cuffs. And Baseball Boy will still be in the in the bin being like, This hey. is where I live. Yeah, it's like, hey. I'm the little garbage boy. Hey, listen, you need to do this thing. Hey, prisoner! And then throws, like, cigarettes into the bin and the bin boy's like... Um, oh, boy, now I can eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet, beautiful Sweet filters. nicotine. <laughs> oh, I crave it. Ever since I've been in this prison. Um, so she will get the keys, but how's she going to get to the men's prison to beat up John Gallier? String? Well, she can't do the same thing that she did to um, the lawyer. Oh, okay. Where it's like she gets the string and then waits for him to drive like far enough away, right? She can't do that. Unless she does. What if she... Um, In fact, she probably will. What if she reverse engineers his sniping route mm-hmm. uh, and sends a single... Which may or may not be real. Single strand of string. Like a, a, like a, a detective hot... style. Oh, this is where the yeah, bullets... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the end of it is murder. Ooh. The other end than usual, I mean. <laughs> it's a reverse detective. <laughs> so, maybe? Possibly? I don't know. But, I, I mean, she doesn't even know where he is. Nah. So... She knows, she's, she knows he's in the men's prison. Is that even true? Y- did, yeah. did we get far enough into that? I'm pretty sure. Okay. So, if he's in the men's prison, maybe she can just feel around for, like... Men. Yeah. And just be like, uh, well, this man isn't him. This man isn't him. She has seen a picture of him. True. But she can't <laughs> see him. Like, she has no means of seeing She's him. blind because yeah. of her cataracts. Which have been going for a while. <laughs> okay, well... I have no idea Nick, beyond what that of point. the baseball boy? Baseball boy will still be in the bin and will be like, Hey, I'm glad you're alive. You know, I could have told you the whole time anything you wanted to know. And Nick, what will happen in the story after John Gallier is defeated? Hmm. Hmm. Well, Jotaro's there now. Yep. So he'll probably be like, Now listen very closely to me. I came to save... You. you from that guy, but also I'll come back later. Oh, is it, gonna, is it like now that I've been here and seen the prison, I need you to stay inside and solve this problem? Maybe I think, or maybe just like listen. 
the bit about me breaking you out isn't real. <laughs> Prison would be good for you, I think. No, it'll just be like, <laughs> I don't go against the law, man. I was in prison and it did me wonders. <laughs> I'm a marine biologist now. Maybe if you stay in prison, a dolphin-themed prison, you will be too one day. And then we can finally connect emotionally. And then Jolene will be all like, Okay. You know what, Dad? You're right. That sounds good. Reformative justice is the way to go. <laughs> Jesus. Um, the prison industrial complex is a good thing, she will say and turn to the camera. We should fund the private system. Um, private oh. for-profit prisons are the true... Uh, <laughs> Gun poke from yeah, the side. Yeah. Say the nine. <laughs> They're good for the country and... Say it! And the economy! Um, yeah, I don't know! It's, it's weird to me, because he's in a prison that far away, Jolene doesn't know where he is, and Jotaro can't just walk in there and be like, I'm gonna kill him. Like, why not? Well, I mean, he, he's probably not gonna get a visitation from him. Nick, right? he's a marine biologist. He can go wherever he wants. <laughs> he can dive underground <laughs> like a street shark. Oh, doctor, please, right this way. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know! I don't know how they're going to resolve this. Okay, well, we'll find out next time on JoJo's World, this podcast. Um, still sticking with the old song for a little while because I assume with all his housing going on, Nick has not had time to work on the new one. But Correct. one day, it will. Yeah, one day I will be able to get another song happening. Who knows when? Because good Nobody God. knows when. Nobody knows how. But someday, Milk Juice will release another song. But until that day, to be continued. <laughs> <laughs>